Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. The pushback is fully underway. Harvard saying, no, we're not getting rid of the plagiarizing president. If we did, remember, the president of Harvard is not a product just of affirmative action. No, this is way beyond. She came from the field of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. You do that, you're really striking a blow. So they're going to tough it out, even though the guesstimate, more than a guesstimate, is that Harvard has lost $1 billion. So why McGill goes, but not the new president of Harvard? They essentially said the same thing. They were coached by the same team. They're the same gender. There's only one component, race. That's what's driving this. So Harvard is too big to fail. They are sticking to their guns on this. They're not going to change. They're not going to do anything new. Uh, Cornell, another Ivy, they have reinstituted that they are opposing the genocide of Jews, but then the commentary there says you have to call for the extermination of all of a particular group to be guilty of genocide, not millions or not just in Israel or whatever. Notice, notice the, you have to realize, you would think after what we've seen, and you would be wrong, that big college is going to give up. Big college is fighting. Big college is pushing back. Big college is in the game. This is the Super Bowl. Now, the upside of this, by not getting rid of uh, President Gay, is the fact that this puts a point on it. It underlines for Americans again. Now on Thursday, we have a big guest. We have the head of the Education Committee on the, at the House level, Virginia Fox. She was on while Dan was on hiatus somewhere, one of those times. And uh, Dan Boy looks particularly chilled out. Must be the massage. I feel fantastic today, yeah. Yeah, I got yeah you said you're all great. hyped up to do the show until you got the massage. I will explain in Dan time with Dom. I'll save it until then. Uh, why I did not choose to be massaged. Yeah, yet. this is a kind of odd. Yes. Oh, yeah, we another, got another Dom oddity. Yeah, another oddity that yeah. goes on here. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm looking right now. Can you imagine? Fox News is putting up as we speak what the Presidente of Harvard wrote in her doctoral paper. Versus what others wrote. Now we're looking, and these doctoral, it's one of the reasons I've never done a doctorate. I admire the people, the paper chase of it, to come up with a convoluted title. 
Talk radio. It's not always hateful. <laughs> it's just not right. Yeah. <laughs> a big, not always hateful. WPHT, not WPHT. always hateful. Okay, exactly. And uh, she's requesting corrections in articles she wrote. It's not articles that she wrote. It's her doctoral thesis. That's what it's about. That's what's going on here. And that's why that's important. And she is the academician extraordinaire. How could you plagiarize? I thought they might take her out with that as the excuse. But no, they're saying it's okay to plagiarize, too, and be the president of Harvard. So uh, Republicans, of course, are going to be accused of pouncing. Now, this pouncing, Republicans are being accused, the big story today, in addition to Harvard, though, Zelensky in town, meeting with everybody. We got to refund Ukraine. He's got a new camo look. It's a different camo look. Here's the thing. No more hoodie? No, no more hoodie. Oh, I see. He's wearing a crew neck sweatshirt. Crew neck. Oh, yes. wow. Must be the holiday gift giving season. upgrade from the Fetterman. Yes. <laughs> so um, the bottom line is this. Uh, Paul Garrity, I refer to this guy a lot. I love his work, National Review. He's got a big piece today. Republicans are being accused of losing Europe because they won't fund Ukraine unless Biden uh, does any number of things with the border. Now, these are all things... Garrity says, and he's right, that are reasonable with the border. I'm really torn by this because a large part of me politically says, if we suck it up on the border, I don't want to give any more money to Ukraine. Now, I know the people listening that still would say, well, that means they lose at this point. It's got to be a tagline that negotiations start and we believe that they're real negotiations. And we haven't talked about it in a while. J.D. Vance, who's been pretty outspoken, he's the, uh, the hillbilly elegy writer, the guy from Ohio, is right that it seems to me that Ukraine's going to have to give up some territory here or there will not be an end to this. So with him demanding more money, another $60 billion or so, Republicans are saying, we'll trade that essentially, If we get these uh, restrictions on the border, I don't think that's such a good of trait. How much pressure is on Republicans to continue to fund Ukraine? National poll out today says that 48 percent of Americans say we're spending way too much on Ukraine. Now, that's a big uptick from where we were before. You can remember When this first started, there was in the 75, 80 percent of people approving of supporting Ukraine and meaning doing that. And we've done that. And now 60 billion more. When does it end? The argument is Republicans will be held responsible for losing Ukraine, which will then weaken NATO, etc. So I don't see what we're getting on the border here. I'll tell you why. You can have on paper all that you want. Biden is just not going to do it. Mayorkas is not going to do it. You can say you must do um, X, Y, and Z. And all that may or may not matter. But the bottom line is, I don't trust Biden to enforce these across the border. I just don't think it will happen. So why would we be trading that even if we got it? Garrity writing about The Democrats are the ones. They will not give it up on the border, even on paper. They just think they're going to bully Republicans with the media 
into funding more for Ukraine. So how much more should we do for Ukraine? Also, um, today, uh, you should know this, a lot of people sending me stuff. This, um, what should we call this, redrafting of the FISA courts, how we gather intelligence, a warrant or not, all that stuff has been put on hold by Speaker Mike Johnson. Tomorrow, Jeff Van Drew will be on the show. Van Drew is in opposition to uh, redoing this in the manner that's being proposed by people like uh, Congressman Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's been on the show laying out why he thinks this will bolster our privacy, bolster our constitutional rights. I'm on the side of I don't see it that way. Van Drew doesn't see it that way. He'll be with us tomorrow to kind of lay that out. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. Now, on the college front, here's more pushback. Here's how far. Now, this is a bridge too far. This is something the colleges will not put up with. Columbia students are calling for the spring semester, meaning whenever they go back to school, February, January, whenever it is, to have a tuition strike. We're not going to pay the tuition until you come out and renounce all this pro-Israel stuff, uh, take any investments you have with apartheid Israel, they're calling it. Why will they, Why would that be a bridge too far? It's the money. You can imagine telling these colleges, we're not going to pay the money. Are they going to cave because they're afraid of not getting the money? Or would they uh, kick some of these students out? What are they going to do? Are they going to let the Palestinian students say they can't pay? How about everybody else that's paying, what, 70000 a year? You know, I just wanted to, why it's on my mind. We talked about this a couple years ago. There are universities, coaching students, offices, the Ivies have them, on how to get on food stamps and all, Dan. Just think about it. Why? Yeah, why? why? Because the, the students cannot afford going there and at the same time having enough to live off. So rather than saying maybe our tuition obviously is too high, what do they want to do? They coach them up on how to suck off taxpayers again by getting food stamps and other welfare programs. Yeah. And the Ivies, Cornell was one that I remember. If you Google it, it'll come up. They were one of the leaders on this. So, uh, Dan, you had something else. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just going to tell you in your ear to check out the board. Uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, a couple of things. One Sorry, it's on... still lagging behind because of this massage. Yeah, I know. From Yolanda. She was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> there are reasons. I'll save it for Dan time. Why I don't hey, get Hey, well, we're massage. on this detour. I just yeah. want to point this out. We're uh, live, youtube.com yes. slash at 12th and WPHD. We're always dining with Dom. And we love when we tell us uh, what you're eating for lunch. Mangle Mush says... Uh, it's dine time. It, I's got some turkey, bacon, and Swiss with mayo and honey mustard. I have a problem but, with that. I don't like yeah. the double sauce. No, you can't have mayo. First of all, I reject uh, mayonnaise completely. Really? I, I would never eat anything with no mayonnaise. No mayo at all? No mayo at all. Wow. Absolutely no mayo. That's surprising. The honey mustard, that's fine. Spicy's better, though. Yeah, but only one sauce, right? When you have a... Yeah, you can't have you can't, double. Yeah, I mean, what kind, of, what kind of pride, you know... I don't know that maybe you shouldn't be eating that sandwich and telling us about it here. It kind of ruins the whole afternoon. (laughs) All right. uh, Let me give you the side question, too. Yesterday, we just asked a simple question. Jim Kenney, son of a firefighter, vows to reopen these two closed firehouses, right? 
They were claiming maybe those poor people who died in that horrific fire last year, I guess it was, in uh, Fairmount, could have been saved if they had the right ladder truck or something that they initiated yesterday with Joe Biden here. Joe Biden tells the story, again, bogus, of how his house almost burned down because lightning hit it. He wasn't there. He came and gave us a truck just so he can tell a lie. Yes, $25 million so Biden can show up, tell a lie, and then he wandered off stage again. Didn't know that, how where he is. Joe, get over here. We're holding his thing. Kenny and Shapiro pose for a picture. He kind of yeah. like half leans right. in for the pick and, and then, then starts walks walking away. away. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, they're having Shapiro lead the charge for him now. Saying, let's face it, this next presidential election is about a compassionate man of goodwill, Joe Biden, and a master of chaos and anger in Donald Trump. How is this guy a good man? He's not a good man. That's one of the most tiresome things imaginable with any of the Bidens under any circumstance, including Dr. Jill Biden. Yeah, they're good as long as you give them millions of dollars and let them be in power. All right, so our side question today... Coming off that involves fires. Get it? The fire truck. Oh, I just thought of one. I won't take that one off the board. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Kids grew up with this. Oh, are you talking yeah. about yes, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going overboard advertising on yes. WIT right now? Yes. Yeah. They're going to be on this show. Yeah, They so, should be. Why are they not? Uh, why is not any advertiser in the world? You know the work we do for them. Yeah, right. Especially so something like this. Side question today. Real or fictional? Person, place, or event? Something to do with fires or firefighters. I'm going to take off the board the firefighters of 9-11. Yeah. Just um, an unbelievable uh, group there. i got two more, but I'll dole them out coming up. So 9-11 firefighters are off. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, uh, too, just associated with the 9-11 firefighters. He was a firefighter himself for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about when you combine Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, and Fred Astaire in a building in San Francisco and set it yes. on fire and they try to escape 1974's The Towering Inferno? Very good one. You a fan? Yeah, uh, yes. I think it's, uh, it's like a cult film, you know. It's a cult film. It's uh, yeah. quirky, but uh, yeah, it meets, meets the bill. All right, so that's the side question. One more thing I want to take off. Yes. The move bombing. Yes, that's Very a good one. sad situation, but... uh. Very historical related to Philadelphia. Well, also the first move standoff where uh, firefighters and all were shot. Well, and they weren't in the, the pre, they were shot uh, too by the uh, move people. And Frank Rizzo said, well, it's a tough job, but if you don't like it, become a hairdresser. He actually said that. <laughs> Direct quote. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. And he has a road named after him, right? Imagine being Rizzo's... Uh, oh, that's good. That yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine being Rizzo's barber. Oh, man, I hate to be messing with that hair. Slick back. So I got distracted. His Magic Rat video just uh, chimed in. He's eating PB&J for lunch today. And okay. It's like, it's like we have a 10-year-old audience here. Yeah, exactly. All right. And, and then we got a response from Mangle saying, PB&J with chocolate milk rules, especially when it's on toast. I don't What's know What's our about, demographic? <laughs> I don't know about putting it on toast. Absolutely. The new Mr. Rogers, Dom Giordano. Uh, all right, 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get on board. Hit us on the fire thing. And uh, Harvard, it's pretty clear. They're saying, I have the top 15 college endowments coming up. Prepare to be wowed. And Otani, we told you yesterday about the tax burden. He's figured out a way to beat it, even in California, sort of. But it would be hard for the average person, even someone upper income to do what he's doing. I'll explain what he's going to do.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Don Giordano Show. Dan, as best I can remember it, one of my first years of teaching in South Jersey, how serious is plagiarism? This uh, kid wrote for this particularly tough English teacher, female, Uh, a research paper, and wrote, as a graduating senior at Trenton State. In other words, they lifted the material from somebody who went to Trenton (laughs) State, which I think is Glassboro now. I didn't even Google Trenton State. Well, the teacher was going to fail them. The principal said, no, give give them an F and average out their grade. Dan, about 60 teachers wore black armbands to the graduation, and I believe the student was booed, <laughs> which you're wow. not allowed to do when she got her diploma. Wow, so she did get her diploma, Yeah. Now, even it, after the averaging out of grades. Well, she, yeah, she got enough to pass. Yeah. But the thing is this, if this were the Harvard uh, president... We certainly couldn't boo. There'd be no averaging out of grades. <laughs> she is still the president of Harvard. You know, I hope Harvard tells this. Now, what they're saying is it doesn't violate their code. Now, we don't want to get into the weeds, but that's what you have to do with this. Guess what? It obviously violates what Harvard is telling you about plagiarism. And the left even used to stand. I used to, I had a line that two and two or four, maybe. And that uh, plagiarism is going to get you to fail anywhere. And conspiracy is better than sex. But um, one of them has been knocked off. Plagiarism is not going to get you knocked out. At least at Harvard, at least if you're an African-American female president of Harvard, you're going to be able to survive. That's why getting into the weeds of what she did versus just they set up as a minor matter, just a couple little inconsequential things here. No, it's not. She's going to go back and rewrite it, apparently. And it wasn't articles. It's her doctoral thesis. And there's at least 10 or 15 legit ones that I've seen. All right, let me go to uh, let me go to Marge in Haddon Township on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Marge, I hear you're a retired teacher. What do you say? Yo, Margie. 
Margie, are you there? I hear something. Yes, sorry. All right, wait a minute. No, we got it. All right, yeah, all right, Margie. Uh, yeah, Margie. Uh, hi, Margie. Yeah, Margie, what, what do you say? We've met several times. I know you're a retired teacher. I'm a retired teacher. If that, come on. I don't know when she wrote this or what, was was this her doctoral thesis from Harvard? Uh, they have I, had turn, I believe she went to Harvard. They have yeah. had okay, so they have had the Turn It In program or something similar for years now. I used it. You all you do you electronically see, and that's probably how Fox News found these dissertation plagiarism, they, they turned it into this electronic program, and it catches plagiarism because it matches sections of speech to other documents that have been published. They would have found that in five minutes. You know what, Margie? I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, and they did. There, and they, the, program, the program is called Turn It In, and there are other programs similar to that that catch plagiarism. We use it all the time. So um, their argument is, yes, uh, Margie and Dom, but these are inconsequential. Oh, but still, they should have caught those. They should have, they, they should have caught them, and they should have kept – well, what is she doing now? She's going to change them. They're going to give her the opportunity to change them. Exactly. Paraphrase them or, or, or footnote them or do what – correct it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Come on. Thank you, Margie. Thank you. That's a good insight, Dan. I forgot about that. I don't know if that's how Chris Rufo and these others caught her easily on this, because I'm thinking, how would you go back and figure out? uh, And here's the kicker. Carol Swain, Dan, is a big time conservative African-American female, renowned scholar. Apparently, the Presidente of Harvard lifted some of uh, Swain's work. That's even more remarkable. So, you know, this has come up before, and the only uh, time that I've seen somebody beat it is when it was um, reported that Martin Luther King's thesis, doctoral thesis, was plagiarized. You know, you can't do it. It used to be a cardinal rule. I'm not making it up. Even people on the left said, oh, we'll excuse, you know, any sin you want, but we're not going to excuse plagiarism. Well. Harvard's taking this today. Now it's not going to be widely reported. I haven't seen it other than on Fox News and on Twitter that people are actually looking at plagiarism here. They're saying, oh, come on now. It's Republicans pouncing again. Well, yeah, the battle's on. This exposed big college. And McGill being toppled at Penn has resulted in the head of the trustees quitting. He has a piece in the Inquirer today saying essentially he's tired of all this back and forth. These students at Penn, there's no indoctrination. What would you have us do with these students? Well, it's pretty clear the students that are calling for the genocide of Jews, calling down violence, targeting Jewish businesses, what does the code of conduct say? It's not about the First Amendment. They have a First Amendment right to say it. But are you saying that they, on particularly it's done on Penn's campus, that's not harassment, bullying, that's not outside the bounds, that's not the vaunted hate speech? Of course it is. Then get rid of all your codes of conduct. Say, we don't have any code of conduct. You can say and do whatever you want. If you're a Jewish student at Penn and they're calling for genocide, how are you supposed to feel about that? And I wonder if we got this trustee on. 
Dershowitz and others, I've made this point. You really think you're going to go around talking about um, African-Americans, Latinos, anything like that, uh, KKK speech? You really think that's going to be tolerated on Penn's campus? I don't think so. And just one more note on Penn and this McGill character. If we get the trustee head on, Dan, I'm going to ask him, what about the Palestinian Writers Conference? What about bringing Roger Waters in? Known, outright, all-time anti-Semite. Is that protected? That's not a First Amendment right. Of course Roger Waters can do that. Does that mean Penn should give him a platform? Stop it already. Stop trying to confuse everybody. You're not confusing us. We know exactly what you're doing here. This head of the trustees who quit in sympathy with McGill also writes, he's tired of this nonsense trying to say there are speech codes and microaggressions. That's never happened at Penn. Hey, buddy, look it up the water buffalo. A guy yells, hey, stop the noise down there, you water buffalo. I'd love to get that guy back. I wonder what he's doing now. We went through this. I was on WWDB then. Dan, it was apocryphal. We went through it for years because of what went on. They were trying to expel him. I think they were even charging him with a hate crime at one point. He yelled water buffalo. I can remember because there was a big debate. Was water buffalo an African thing or an Asian thing? Why, why water buffalo, though? <laughs> well, was, he was looking for a slur. Yeah, but yeah. Not, not racial? Was it related to weight? Well, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it turned. Are there questions that we call Chris Christie a water buffalo? Well, yeah, these were uh, black females. Okay. And, gotcha. uh, okay. Okay. It actually turned a bit in that water buffalo were more from Asia. Yeah. 855 Yeah. No, it, it was in the case. It made national news. It went on Eden Jacobovitz, something like that. He was studying three floors up, opened us up the window and yells at <laughs> So this guy's telling me it didn't happen at Penn in his editorial today. Of course it happened at Penn. That's exactly what would happen with you at these universities. Now, they're not getting away with this one. They think if they push back hard. Now, I I promise, let me give you the uh, endowments. Cornell University is in, uh, let's see, 12th place. They have 9,346,000. University of Pennsylvania is in 6th place. They have 20 billion, 724 million. 20 billion? 20 billion. 20 billion. Harvard is number one, and they are at 50 billion, 877 million. Man, they, they, they really nail. Yale's only 41 billion. Stanford, 36. Princeton, 35. MIT, 24. Then Penn, Texas A&M. Notre Dame, oh, another fraudulent institution. $17 billion, Notre Dame. Michigan, 17. Duke, 12 billion. Emory, Uni- Washington University, 12 billion. What? Uh, Emory, how much for Emory? Emory, 11 billion. Ooh. Vanderbilt, 10. University of Virginia, 9.7. And Cornell, 9.3. Tuition for Penn, 61710 per semester. 
Is that including living expense? I thought it was even higher than that. Uh, you know what? Tuition alone is fifty-eight six twenty. Yeah, see, so your seems pretty low. Yeah, I no, think that's, that's... It, well. No, it's not for a living. No, right. It's, it's tuition. Then they have a general fee for yes. five thousand eight hundred ninety-six dollars. A technology fee for right. nine hundred dollars. A clinical fee for six hundred eighty-eight dollars. Bring in the total. Sixty-six thousand one hundred four dollars. So it's not room and board then. It's uh, annual expenses, though allegedly. But no, not for room and board. Right. So it's probably closer to eighty thousand. Yeah. Something like that. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yes, exactly. And how right. much was their endowment? Uh, their endowment 20 billion? is uh, twenty. Let's see, twenty point seven billion. Right. Yeah. So Harvard lost a billion. They're saying, so what? We got a lot more where that came from. They have $51 billion in change. All right, that's what you're up against here. 855-839-1210. All right, hit me with something fire-related, real or fictional. Uh, Sal and Skip Pack, what do you have, Sal? Hi. Hey, Dom. Uh, first thing that came to my mind... Oh, there's my puppy yelling. First thing that came to my mind was a guy that's more iconic than uh, Charlie the Tuna, Tony the Tiger, any of those guys. Smokey Bear. Wait a minute, though. You left off the best part. You said Charlie the Tuna, Tony the Tiger. It's Smokey the Bear. I thought they changed it to Smokey Bear. I, I remember no, no, something you're, you're where it was right. a on, on this show, we never made that change, though. We don't make changes. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I'm with you. I don't like Forever Smokey either. the Bear here on the Dom Show. Sm- yes, that's right. Yeah, it's not Smokey Bear. He wanted to be Smokey called Bear. by it. Smokey Bear. How stupid. I know. It's Smokey the Bear. It's Charlie well, the Tuna. Right. Yeah, Charlie the Tony the Tiger. That's exactly right. See? You learn something every day. All right, it's 855-839-1210. You get on board. Kermit uh, the Frog. That's right. Not Kermit Frog. Amazing. Yeah, that's the only one where that happened, I think. Um, I'm seeing a big thing build up. The Obamas produced this film, Dan, that warns of uh, trusting white people. I'll tell you about the film. Come, I, we referenced it a little bit yesterday. And the ending, don't want to spoil it, is not great. So I won't say what the ending is. But Wait, I mean, you can spoil it. It's, who's going to watch this? What film? Yeah, you can forget the name of it. The now. Obama yeah. film? Yeah, the Who's Obama gonna film. watch it? You can spoil the ending. Who cares? Uh, well, I thought it was well produced. And had an interesting thing, and then it was horrible in the end. But <laughs> there is a lot of racial stuff in there. Don't trust white people. The daughter of the uh, black guy owns a house, says. Is it Warning? Is that what it's called? Uh, no place like Leave home. the world behind. Leave the world behind. Yeah, leave the jo- world behind. Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke. Regrettably, all right, Rose said, all right, knock it off. I'm watching the film. Kevin Bacon has about a 10-minute roll in it. Oh, that. no. Has, yes. And he's... He has a shotgun, and he's saying he's protecting his whole family. Wait a minute. I thought Larry Krasner would do that. So is this a horror movie? No. No, no. It's a, kind of a thrower. Okay. With weird, uh, the world is ending. We I mean, have one to of my favorites, Mahershala Ali, is in it. Yes. So that alone is, might make me check it he out. He is right? excellent. Is he? He is excellent. But the daughter is put in to uh, do the racial torch, and Julia Roberts is sort of a racist, maybe, in it. That's kind of strange. Huh. And doesn't look so good. I don't know what they did to her. Is this like, uh, you know, personal reparations for the blind side? So another mm. how there's all that going on right now with Michael Lower? Yeah, no, I, I, I just think um, Fox and all are on this. I didn't take offense at it. 
you know, we're talking about who can oh, you that's trust. That's Sandra Bullock, anyway. That's not Julia yeah, Roberts. Who, who can you trust? And uh, the daughter says, well, you know, trust is something that's going to be in short supply given the world is ending. How about not trusting white people? I don't know if the Obamas put that line in or not. Ooh, so it's an end of the world film? Yes. Oh, apparently. I love those. Yes. And Friends plays a part in it. The show, the TV show Friends. All right, so you may want to check it out, and we'll get your review after Kathy you check Bates? it out. I oh, know that's blindside. I'm yeah, looking I'll at. get more of a review on Friday <laughs> with Neil or uh, Scott Cronick, whoever we have. Okay, it's 855 73 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I told you, it's well done, and the actor, I mean, these are big-time Yeah, but actors. is that inflated because of the politics of Rotten Tomatoes? I didn't see the film as being overly, look, the, the girl's got a racial edge. Julia Roberts, here's the, here's the premise. Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Julia Roberts is not liking the job, just wants to get away. They get this fabulous place in the Hamptons. They're there enjoying themselves, and suddenly they get a knock on the door. door. It's the owner, the dad and his daughter, both who are black, but they're the owner. And they're saying it's a blackout in New York. The world seems to be in turmoil, so we want to stay in our own house. What do you do in a situation like that? You've rented it. Yeah. And he wants to give the money back, and Julia Roberts going, uh-uh, buddy, we're not getting out of this house. So He's trying to give them the money back to get out. Some of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he ends up sleeping in the basement with the daughter. But this, and is this goes on for two and a half hours? Yes, it was awfully long. That's yeah, the only thing. That's, that's and, tough, uh, yeah, man. yeah. I thought it was well-produced, well-done. Now, all of a sudden, this line about don't trust white people since the Obamas are involved, that's, I can see the Obamas, you know, may wanting to curtail that. Not a good look. And that's that's where the film goes. Uh, so I'm looking on Ryan. It's 75% due to critics. Audience score 38%. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Okay. Quite a split there. Yeah. Well, but uh, Metacritic has a 67%, which I yeah. think might be pretty accurate. It's too long, but... Very well done. A lot of the stuff they're building up. And then the end is not good. I'm not even sure I get the end, which I won't give away in spoil. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tom Giordano Show at 855 I'll take one more off the board today with uh, Joe Biden, his day and said, uh, coming here. $25 million check, so he gets to tell a story. That's a lie about his own house burning when he's at the firehouse. I'm going to take off noted firefighter Giselle Fetterman. Oh. There you go. 
volunteer firefighter extraordinaire. Giselle I Fetterman. think she's more than a volunteer. Really? I think she's a oh, firefighter. A part of the time, I think she actually went through the training more than just volunteer. Yes. Oh, I didn't know she yes. was all like, Giselle wow. Fetterman. I don't know. The more she's away from John nah, Fetterman. She's just a, well, I don't want to say just because yeah. it's just as yeah. important, but yeah. uh, she's a volunteer fighter. She's a volunteer. Yeah. Well, the more she's away from the big guy, the more sense that he seems to be making. That seems uh, a little bit hard to uh, understand. Takes a lot to volunteer to be a firefighter, though. Just oh, yeah. I mean, that's quite a uh, deal to yeah. do that on a regular basis. Uh, E.J. Antoni, that uh, guy, a great economist that Rich uh, often has on. Look at his Twitter today because we're seeing a breakdown of Bidenomics, the Biden economy, all these jobs being created. And he says one of the few groups back to their pre-pandemic trend are college grads who have also seen better than average wage gains. Why do these people deserve a bailout paid for by everyone else? Yeah, what's the argument on that? Is the argument is, well, we're going to do that because that's what big college wants. Is the argument, well, they were duped. They're all duped into getting a college degree. So we have to help them out with that. What's the argument that that falls down? That's a great point when you look at these uh, economic numbers. All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board. So I wouldn't give a full recommendation to that film, but that we were talking about, I think it was well done. I didn't take the Obama saying, don't trust white people. I mean, the character does say that. <laughs> the Obamas are the producers. That Michelle Obama's subtle message. Around It's racially tense, you can imagine, in a situation like that. By the way, very underrated actor, anything he's in, Ethan Hawke. He's good. Training Day, he does a great job opposite Denzel. That's the, uh, Denzel only has one Oscar, I think, and it was for that, even though he's had greater roles. Dead Poet Society, too. Uh, Ethan Hawke, yes. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got a whole array, and he does some really artistic things, too. So he plays the husband in this. It's a high-budget cast. Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke. And it's not even a cameo. It's more than cameo by uh, uh, our buddy Kevin Bacon and uh, a couple of other major actors. All right. Ukraine. So where are we at this point? Well, Zelensky in town last night through today. Republicans being pilloried, they're going to lose Europe. And yet Democrats don't want to budge an inch on the border. So Republicans are being told, well, it's your duty just to give up on Ukraine. Are you kidding me? That border is important. Our border is not. And uh, I'm looking at what Republicans are asking for here. I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's enough. Jeff Andrew will be on tomorrow. I don't know if he's signing off in either one. And at some point this week, they're going to vote on this surveillance act that they still want to be warrantless, which is problematic. I know Andrew and others are poised to vote against it. It's a big deal. Now, I'm looking at an article today that goes a little bit extreme on this. Well, let me see if I can break it down in layman's terms. This um, refiling of 720, 720. We talked to Brian Fitzpatrick about it. 
involves government surveillance, American citizens, FISA, all that stuff. A great piece today says, oh, yeah, under this, your barista could rat you out. Your barista could get you nailed or at least tell the government about you. Now, how in the world would somebody selling high-priced, overpriced coffee and lattes do that? Well, Baristas are the last people I want to make political decisions to. Right. Under this, if there's any connection at all to being the implementation of the machinery you're using, meaning the Internet, your computer, etc. Well, if you're at a Starbucks, there's a definite nexus. And they could be made to give information on you. That's pretty chilling. It's a reach. But it gives you an idea of what the stakes are here. Now we have some people that are just conspiratorial. I look at this stuff and I look at what the government's already done. Uh, Same thing with the cameras that Dan so loves. We told you uh, last week, our buddy uh, Ed Nielsen, not our buddy, the cowardly representative up there in Northeast Philadelphia, Democrat, he wants to put speed cameras all over the place. He wants to make it like the Roosevelt Boulevard. Well, if you're not speeding, oh, yeah. (laughs) Who listening now has not been speeding at some point? Never. 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 I don't speed. Yeah, well, you're probably a menace. I'm a guy going 65 in a 65 in the left lane. Yeah, that's right. You know? You're not a speeder, right? Yeah. Get out of the way. You're going too slow. Exactly. (laughs) All right. So uh, let me take one more here. So we're looking today with fire yesterday. Joe Biden in town. We're looking for something fire-related. I've taken off so far 9-11 firefighters. I don't know how many hundreds died. And Giselle Fetterman. I knew this was coming, but uh, we have a yeah. commenter who says that there is indeed rigorous training for volunteer firefighters. Yeah, okay. So. We're not, I'm not discounting it. That pumping you up that Giselle one. over here? Come on. Well, I'm sure she went through <laughs> stuff. It just seems like yeah, she has dilettante written all over her. But I, I took her off the board before anybody said firefighter. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Boris in Bucks. Hey, Boris, afternoon to you. What do you have? Good afternoon. Great show. Enjoy your perspective. Um, I got the uh, show that I, one of my favorite shows uh, is called Rescue Me. Okay. Tell us. That's a great answer. I was waiting for this one. This is going to be a top answer today. Yeah. It's a show set up in New York um, uh, about firefighters uh, that actually lived through 9-11. Ah, I didn't know that. And what channel, what uh, platform is it on? Uh, it's been a while, so I, I can't say with certainty. Okay. Yeah, it's a FX originally. You can watch it on Hulu now. All right, very but good. It's, it, it's a great show. You will really enjoy it. Thank you, Boris. Thanks for the tip, too. We'll put that down. Okay. Are you disappointed, too, that he did not have an accent? Yes. I was that's hoping like I, a Boris and Natasha kind of. Yeah, that's uh, why I didn't go there. I don't do that. Uh, <laughs> it sounded very uh, northeast. Phil. I didn't detect any accent at all. All right, 855-839-1210. Uh, that's how you get in. So the Ukraine story is bubbling up. I think this will go through now. They're already in holiday mode to Congress. I don't see them passing anything. I don't see the Democrats giving in on the border. And even if they said on paper what they would do, I don't see how we could go for it. I don't trust them to actually do it. What are you going to do then? You give the Ukraine the money, up oh, $60 billion gone. Democrats are not doing what they promised to do on the border. Not only that, it takes away a huge political issue 
that people are paying attention to. In fact, when we asked what's the biggest threat to America last week, I said China. A lot of you said, no, the border. It's still China. Come on. I mean, it's bad. And do I have a story coming up? The guy in Chicago. Oh, my God. He's being inundated with migrants, so-called migrants being shipped there from Texas. By the way, Dan, did you know that it's not just Abbott? The Democrat governor, um, mayor of El Paso is shipping people there. And I'll have to look. There's a third entity that's shipping people to Chicago, too, not just Abbott. So what's Chicago doing now since they want to be a sanctuary city to stop Abbott from what he's doing? I'll tell you that next here. Hey, but first, it's the holiday Before you do the read, I just want to say, Tamar, great comment on uh, yeah. uh, um, YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD, Dining with Dom. Mm-hmm. I just want to call back while we're on the topic of these educations. You had a great interview with David Magerman last week, and Tamar writes, and Dom, I have to say that your interview with David last week was one of the best interviews I've ever heard anywhere. Very interesting and enlightening, and I would agree it was a fantastic interview. Go check it out. It's available. You can find it on podcast, uh, anywhere Dom Giordano podcasts are found, but uh a donor to Penn joined us and told us why he's big donor, big yeah. donor, why he's no longer donating. Thank you, and that was featured on Reading, Writing, and Reason. What time are we on this Saturday? Or we have to wait for the wind? To no, blow I have it, but I don't have it in front of me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we should keep I'm that in all right time. I'll have it within yeah. thirty seconds. All right, I'll interrupt your live read with it. No, don't do that. It's the <laughs> holiday season. We four o'clock. Four o'clock. Saturday. Saturday, 4 o'clock. Right, Saturday, uh, you get it. interviews like that. This week we got a couple big ones. Uh, one of them. Uh, Coming up today. We'll, we'll tell you more about it. By the way, we got a big contest going on, and he's on the line here early. Robert of Ben Salem, one of the contestants against Bruce of Northeast uh, Philly in our best caller, you know, frequent caller contest out of the eight that are set up at Dom Show 1210. At Dom Show 1210, Bruce has an all time distinctive voice, a lot of humor. Robert, great storyteller, compassionate. And uh, just a real good guy. Yeah, and don't forget, I mean, he, he talks about his daughter often who's serving uh, just off of Gaza. Uh, fantastic stories that he tells. And right now it's currently sitting at 69.7% in favor of Bruce over Robert, who has 30.3% of the vote. So at Dom Show 1210, if you like what you hear from Robert uh, from time to time, uh, I mean, I really love him. Uh, he's got some great, great insight into a lot of the topics we discuss. Go vote for him at Dom Show 1210, and uh, throughout the uh, entire month, by the end of the month, we'll have an ultimate winner, but we'll have uh, polls. So please, uh, if you don't have a Twitter, make one for this, maybe, uh, and vote, Dom Show 1210, and uh, let's let's find out who the winner of the Caller of the Year is this year. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert and Ben Salem. Hello, Robert. Welcome in. Hi, Dom. Ben, it's good to talk to you guys, Tom. Um... Is it too early to make my concession speech to Bruce? <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say something like, uh, you know, don't trust mail-in balloting. Don't trust the Dom Giordano show. No, no, I'm not even surprised by what the Obamas did. Um, but what <laughs> I was, but what I'm calling about is you're talking about the school system, and all I'm telling you is that it's not underfunded. It's just the administration takes two-thirds of it. And as long as that's the case, you're never going to have any progress in improving your test scores. And before I get to my answer, I wanted to correct you on something, Dom. Nothing is better than sex. Not even conspiracy <laughs> Now, theories. wait a minute. You're, well, I, fact, said, I said I to would, them it is. I, to them it is, though. I That's would, the whole point. I would propose massages. 
Well, we'll get to the massages, yes. We'll get to them. I didn't get one done. I just went that for the record. There's reasons I'll give soon. Well, I would submit to you that if more people were getting sex, there would be less conspiracy theorists. That's what I, I, I agree. But, Robert, my whole point, my whole point, point of Robert. saying it is that they get off on that more than sex. How could that be? That's why I've been saying it for 20 years. I don't know if it's more than it might just be a replacement, a, a poor replacement for Dom. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. You see, when you see when you, you, when you break something down, you kind of lose the crispness of it. But you're right. That's what I'm really saying there. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. But um, I wanted for my answer to the side question, I wanted to go with Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Yes. Who kicked over the lantern and ended up burning down all of Chicago. However, it might have inspired the modern day barbecue. You guys have a great day, man. <laughs> Earl of Tacconi researching that now. You'll get more on the morning, modern-day barbecue, I'm sure, oh, at 2.30 today. Again, proven why he deserves yeah. to be in our top. Uh, oh, yes, definitely. All right, let's make that a close race, although Bruce is a tough competitor. We kind of think that Joe of Exton is the odds-on favorite, right? It's going to be Joe and Earl, I think, in the final yes, there. Yeah. yeah, but Joe's kind of like the Chiefs were last year or something, yeah. Earl might be the Eagles, where anything could happen here. <laughs> Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.